Welcome to 1750 Arts at Idlewild's virtual class on praying with your hands. Today we'll be learning how to use and make prayer beads as a spiritual practice. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. In preparing for this class, I talked to other members at Idlewild who regularly use and make prayer beads. I also pulled from a book, A String and a Prayer, by Eleanor Wiley and Maggie Omar Shannon, and also a book, Bead by Bead, by Suzanne Henley. Suzanne is married to Jim Cole and spoke at Idlewild a few years ago. I will list these and other resources at the end of the podcast. The vision statement for 1750 Arts at Idlewild is... Opportunities grounded in our divine creator which stir imagination, provoke wonder, form faith, and invite transformation. The opening prayer incorporates a prayer by St. Eslam. Afterwards, pause for a moment to meditate on what it means to you to be a co-creator with God. Dear divine creator, as Lent approaches, help me find new ways to live a life centered on Jesus. Open my mind, body, spirit to new ways to pray. Stir my imagination. Let me see you in my desire. Let me desire you in my seeking. Let me find you by loving you. Let me love you when I find you. Amen. Beads are the world's oldest art form. There's a fossilized shell and bone necklace and also a pendant with a horse carved in mammoth ivory that are dated over 30,000 years ago. Some religions use knots in a shawl or bracelet instead of actual beads. One estimate says that religions of nearly two-thirds of the world's population utilize some form of prayer beads. A Google search for prayer beads will bring back 20 million-plus results. You can also search ancient beads to learn more about early glass, stone, and ceramic beads, or search mala, M-A-L-A, beads, to see how other religions have been using prayer beads for thousands of years. Owning or making a beautiful set of prayer beads is not about creating for vanity. Think of the gorgeous sanctuary we have at Idlewild to worship God. Its beauty is a reflection of God's beauty in creation. We should appreciate the sheer beauty of the stones and other material, knowing that there is a history in how they were created. Prayer beads are a reminder of the importance of prayer. They are a tool for prayer, not the object of devotion. Like all things man-made, they are temporary and will fall apart at some time. The early Christian desert mothers and fathers carried pebbles in their pocket and dropped them one by one to the ground as they said prayers. The first prayer beads had 150 beads that represented the 150 psalms. The Eastern Orthodox and Russian church used knotted rope. An Anglican rosary was developed in the 1980s as a contemplative prayer tool. It's a hybrid of the Catholic rosary and the Orthodox Christian prayer rope. Anglican prayer beads do not have a set prayer. There's no right or wrong way to pray using them. In talking to Idlewild members about their own practice of making and using prayer beads, I was reminded that the type and style of prayer beads are only limited by your imagination. My introduction to prayer beads was at a liturgical arts conference where I took a labyrinth class. They offered a seven-hour contemplative prayer with Anglican Rosary class. This podcast is a teaser to a longer class we hope to offer one day. Suzanne Henley says that creating these sets in itself is a quiet form of meditative prayer. 
a combined aesthetic and spiritual experience in which the boundaries of space and time disappear. Start by putting aside any preconceived image you have about what a set of prayer beads should look like. Close your eyes. Take three deep breaths, feeling your lungs expand and contract. Just like there are numerous ways to use your breath to help you to meditate, a string with beads can vary and be many shapes and sizes and still a good tool. The goal is the being present to the process, not the product. Imagine we are in the world's largest bead store. Keep your eyes closed and relax and have fun with this imaginary trip. There's soft music playing in the background. The beads are sorted by color and type. You can smell lavender and roses next to the glass beads, cedar and eucalyptus next to the crosses and charms, lilac and wisteria next to the silk ribbon, leather and beading wire. Let your heart lead you in picking out what to include in your imaginary set. Are you drawn to heavy metal beads that will feel substantial in your hand? or a solid stone that will remind you of the earth below you, or a light glass bead that reminds you of the stained glass suspended between air. Do you want something that will reflect light like a polished turquoise? Or perhaps a crystal bead that will shimmer in the light? Are you drawn to a carved wooden bead that will have texture when you rub it? Or a smooth pearl bead that will glide under your touch? What colors are you drawn to or make you feel relaxed or draw you towards God? Would adding one black bead remind you to pause and quiet yourself and listen in the silence for God's voice? Do you want to match the color to the liturgical calendar, perhaps purple for a Lent set? Do you want to add an irregular bead to remind you as you touch it that God didn't create you to aspire to be perfect? Or maybe you let the thread that binds the beads together remind you that we as humans are bound together in our brokenness and in community. Maybe you want to use actual flowers from a significant event in your life. There are recipes online for making rose beads. The Catholic Rosary got its name from using rose beads and petals. Do you want to include a charm to remind you of a prayer on your heart? Maybe a butterfly to pray for your own spiritual faith journey, or a globe bead to pray for God's creation. Perhaps there is a bee that will remind you to acknowledge and name your fears before God. Do you want to have a cross as your starting point for your prayer beads? Are you drawn to a Celtic cross with a circle on it that symbolizes the eternity of God? Perhaps it's the size and feel of a cross that stands out to you. You can also choose another symbol like a triangle to remind you of the Trinity. Or you could have a labyrinth to represent your spiritual path. 
You might pick a theme or topic that's heavy on your heart, such as hungry children, rescue workers, our political leaders, the environment, or Idlewild. Or you could use your star epiphany word as your inspiration. You can start with picking the items to put on your prayer beads, or you can start with a design in mind. Do you want to make a necklace so you can wear them under your shirt, touching your skin to remind you throughout the day to pray? Or one that will fit in your pocket? A single straight line of beads with a cord or set of charms at one end, or maybe a bracelet? Some people use a single bead on a string to ground them to their prayer practice. The Anglican prayer set has a total of 33 beads, one inventory bead, four cruciform beads, and four groups of seven weak beads. St. Mary's Episcopal Cathedral in Memphis has a wonderful bookshop with Anglican prayer beads for sale if you don't want to make one. Online, you can find all ranges of prices on Etsy. But if you're looking for one with rare beads, then the website Still Stone and Moss has some beautiful ones to choose from. Regardless of where your beads come from, the author of A String and a Prayer remind us, wearing or putting a set in your pocket will not change you. You have to do the work. It is named a spiritual practice because it takes practice. The experience is more important than the outcome. If you never use them, they will remain just beads. Henley says, deliberately holding the beads can in and of itself be a prayer, especially when the mind seems unable to formulate any meaningful thoughts. The beads are a visual and physical reminder to pray without ceasing. They are a conduit to a connection of mind, body, and spirit, seeking union with the great mystery. You can place them in different parts of your house as a reminder to pray or as a reminder that the presence of the Holy Spirit is with you and working in you. You can pray for others while you make a set, use them yourself for a while, and then give them to them as a reminder of their connection to the Christian community. Thomas Keating reminds us that in contemplative prayer, we detach ourselves from our thoughts so as to open up ourselves to letting the Spirit pray in us. Henley reminds you in her book that Richard Rohr believes that the West has turned prayer into a left-brain activity. He says prayer is a state of union, of communion either in word or more probably in silence. When we are not in union, regardless of what words we're saying, it is not prayer. Henley suggests extending your use of prayer beads to your whole life. Pray as you pick out fruit in the grocery store. Pray at a stoplight. Pray as you fold laundry. From the moment you fling back your bed covers in the morning, your day is already filled and waiting with objects and opportunities that can substitute for your hands when it's not convenient to stop and use your prayer beads. I use my prayer beads two ways. The first is at night. When I wake up and can't go back to sleep, I'll hold them and go through the alphabet naming something I'm grateful for. Or I go through the alphabet saying a name for God for each letter and bead. The beads are a reminder that I'm not alone and I'm in the presence of the Holy Spirit. The other way I use them most often is setting aside 15 minutes for following an Anglican prayer method. 
I generally go around the set of beads three times slow enough to breathe at each bead. We will close with going through one cycle of a prayer I use. If you don't have a set with you, place your palms and fingers together and slowly press your fingers together. We will go counterclockwise around the beads one time, or if you're using your fingers, go pinky to thumb. Feel your feet on the floor and your grounding to the earth. Relax into the present moment. Let the past and the future go. Let this prayer remind you to be present the rest of the day. Still and ground yourself for a couple of breaths. Holding the set of beads in your hand is a physical reminder of God's presence. Or let your actual hands be a reminder of all the times in your life you have come before God in prayer. In the name of God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, I have time. I have plenty of time. All the time that you give me. The hours of the day are mine, mine to fill quietly, calmly, completely up to the brim to offer them to you. Holy Mother, Holy and Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, settle me down. Let my life speak your love. 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 Holy Mother, Holy and Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, settle me down. Let my life speak your love. 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 Holy Mother, Holy and Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, settle me down. Let my life speak your love. 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 Holy Mother, Holy and Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, settle me down. Let my life speak your love. 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 
triune God of all that is, was, and will be, I thank you for the grace, love, and forgiveness you bestow upon me. Let my time, talent, and possessions reflect that truth. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Here's the list of resources I used to prepare for this podcast. If you have any follow-up questions from today, reach out to me or the other members at Idlewild I talked to about prayer beads. Sherry Gross, Julie Markham, A.J. Northrup, Alan Septon, or Josh Moore. B. Couture and Adeli are local bead shops you can shop at. The Episcopal Bookstore at St. Mary's Cathedral has Anglican prayer beads but they have limited hours on Wednesdays due to COVID. St. Paul's Catholic Bookstore has rosaries. Online, you can search Etsy, E-T-S-Y. The website, Still, Stone, and Moss, has beautiful rare beads you can choose from. The books I referenced were A String and a Prayer by Eleanor Wiley and Maggie Oman Shannon. It's a good book if you're interested in learning about the meaning and association behind the choices you have in making a set of prayer beads. They go through all the colors, numbers, charms, animals, symbols. Bee by Bee by Suzanne Henley is a book with a more personal account of how to hold your prayers in your hand as well as your heart through life's blessings and challenges. Another good source, Kristen with a K, E. Vincent. She has a website with videos on how to make prayer beads. She also has four books on prayer beads. One of them is titled Beads and Healing, Prayer, Trauma, and Spiritual Wholeness. Tools you might want to get to make your own set are beads, obviously, and something to string the beads on, like soft flex wire, .019 gauge, crimp beads, wire cutters, needle nose pliers, If you have a set of prayer beads, you might consider giving them to someone else or making some so that during this time of social distancing, they can find this new way to feel God's presence. Thank you for participating in this virtual 1750 arts class. I look forward to an in-person class where we can spend the day visiting a bead shop, learning about different ways to pray using prayer beads, making a set, and enjoying each other's support and company.